and great track there from Boney M. Sunny. And my next guest is Daisy Wall. Daisy, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you? I'm I'm very well. It's a loaded question now. It's never been better. Uh-huh. No yes. Yes, absolutely. And you were you were meant to be going away. Was it today you were meant to go away yeah, to? Yeah, well, I mean, everything's been cancelled, isn't it? That's why I'm but um, I was meant to be going to Rome. And if you've seen pictures of Rome, it's it's really yeah. sad. Anyway, so mm. it goes. Life goes on, and we'll all get through it. So blah yes. blah blah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But I love your book, and much to your surprise, <laughs> I absolutely love it. I love all your books, but this one is really different, In the Crypt with a Candlestick. It's hilariously funny, but it's like, catches you quite on edge as well. But brilliant book, well done. Thank uh, you very much, thank yeah. you. No, it's amazing. Yeah. I just wondered, how did you get the idea for it, Daisy? Uh, well, I've been trying, I, because I wrote, with the other book I wrote, um, I was writing kind of light-hearted detective stuff, uh, like, the, but the main thing that I do is write funny stuff, so it's just trying to find a, a way of, of packaging that in a way that is um, sort of acceptable to publishers, and the publishers then don't kind of wrap up in a Tampax box so you don't realise there are uh-huh. jokes inside. So it's sort of, uh, so that, that was the sort of driving force very fed up with the way they were publishing my previous books right. and wanted to get out of the contract actually and so my agent said well now it's the time to sort of pull your trump card obviously I come from this very famous literary family uh, with this book called Brighthead uh, of course. which my grandfather yeah. wrote so yeah. what I've done is reset the book it's, it's got I mean the people are bit dopey but why shouldn't they be we're all thinking about other things like laboratory papers most of the time but it's adamantly mm. not and never would be a book trying to copy even more that's completely pathetic and hopeless where their granddaughter but mm. his granddaughter it's a it's set in the house where they filmed the tv series of the book so it's incredibly i mean it's all a piss take and it's all it's kind of nine stages removed but it's set at a house that looks very like castle howard which anyone who knows yeah. Much or has taken much of interest. It isn't actually the house that Brighton was set in. The actual book was set in anyway. It's just the TV show. So it's a sort of, it's mm. just an excuse to write a merry romp with lots of jokes about. Um, so know, many jokes. People. Yes, yeah. brilliant. And the characters are amazing. I love the characters. Thank uh, you. Alice, India, the Egberts, <laughs> they're just crazy and so well observed. I mean, how do you come up with these characters? Are they kind of based on people that you know a bit? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're <laughs> all my kind of cousins and relations and friends. But I, <laughs> but I mixed well. them all up a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even, actually. It's but, uh, so yeah, many good sort of, yeah, one-liners, Daisy. Just so brilliant. I love the bit about they always have arguments, but famously every single argument is always swept under the carpet. And I just thought, you know, you, you, uh, sum, up, like yeah, that, you sum up family life <laughs> yeah. brilliantly. But, uh, mm. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So did it take a long time to write? Uh, they are, they always do. I always try to tell myself they don't, but actually they do. And I, I sort of go off, go to Rome actually and write very, very hard the first draft in kind of bursts. And yeah. I'm astonished by how much I get down in that kind of week away. But then once I'm back home, actually things slow down and then rewriting and sort of editing always kind of takes up a lot of time in the end. But the first draft, which is always quite joyful, that actually comes out quite fast and that's where, yeah. all, the, that's where all the jokes are. And then the edit is in, in sort of timing it because obviously jokes don't work unless you can get the beat right. So um, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the um, general 
gist of it. Excellent. So when you say it doesn't take that long, how long is not that long to write the first draft? <laughs> well, but I mean, in a way, for a first, I mean, because it's, it's a sort of non-measurement because the first draft is really only a quarter of the book. First of all, there's sure. the plotting of it, yeah, and that takes quite a long time. That takes surprisingly long time, actually. Mm. But the writing of the first draft, probably the actual process of writing, when I'm right up at full speed and kind of head down, going crazy, I can write three thousand words a day, and some of them are, you know, really lovely, but yeah. a lot of them need sort of chopping and changing afterwards so mm-hmm. I don't know so the book that I've, I've just I actually just sent the second the sequel in yesterday oh, and that one wow but that one was you know I try. I did write the first I wrote the, the first draft quite fast but it ultimately I, I've just sent it in now and then my editor will want to do some changes Mm. Know, she's actually I've got a very good editor so whatever she says I might be quite interested in hearing okay. and, and so you know that would be another I don't know so so it goes on yeah I yeah. don't know yeah. oh I love it and when I was reading I was just thinking this would be such a brilliant kind of TV or film thing as well and the fact that it is has so much connections with that do you, do you reckon it could be made into a film also I don't know. I mean, you know, it's always the, it's a funny thing with novelists because it's sort of we all know that novels don't sell and novelists don't make any money, and we all know that and that's the deal. But those of us who read novels and write them actually sort of, you know, value it in itself. So that everyone always and it is a wood. I mean, you know, it's very, it's got a very neat and good setting and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but a so lot tiny. of novels would be good at TV as TV. But what I wish is that. You know, people just read more novels because actually that's a much more relaxing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Just reading enjoyable novels, and I think people forget that. It, mm. it just that never mind the TV, and then there'd be lots of money, etc. But it's just the novel. You know, the process. I've just finished reading a P.G. Woodhouse. It's just, you know, it's so joyful. It's so relaxing. Mm-hmm. You just plug out of bloody lavatory paper shortages or whatever the hell we're whinging about at the moment. Yeah. Just. Um, in a way that you can't with TV, I don't think, or film. Not quite to the same degree. You know, when you've got a good book going, yes. and you, you, all day you think, oh, good, I can go back to that. And it's like, a, it's just, you know, I, I don't think there's anything really like novel reading and not novel reading for self-improvement. And I know people who literally, when the Booker Prize shortlist come out, they just buy the shortlist. And then it's like <laughs> a kind of steady plod through these grim, bloody books. Whereas, mm. You know, just the idea that novels are just fun, you know, it's a lot, anyway, blah, 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 yeah. that's my general answer to that. Yeah. It'd be no, nice to have the money, but it would be really nice if more people read more novels. <laughs> absolutely, but it is, it's something that is quite hard, especially for young people, to drag them away from their phone and yeah. read a book. But we're, I mean, we're all, you know, and I do that. I have P.G. Woodhouse on my right hand, and boring Twitter drilling its boring yeah. inanities into my brain in my hand, and I somehow can't put down the Twitter when I know that it's more fun to read the novel. And even, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, here's me banging on. And it's, it's, so, it's, you know, we're, it's, it's hard, but it's such a, it's such a... Yeah. Maybe if in the next stage of the lavatory, laboratory roll crisis all the internet goes down then maybe people will remember how nice it is they have to order them first and get them <laughs> yes yeah really enjoy the process but wonderful to write in Rome what what brought you to writing in Rome Daisy uh, well, I, I went there with my daughter uh, for. You came out, saw me there. Actually, yeah. We, we came out. I lived there for a while. Yeah. Made some good friends. And it's, I love it there. I, I really, it's. Uh, yeah. I love it there, and it's a, it's a very light, 
place and it's a wonderful place to write and I've now got a few friends there so it's a, a really nice place just to kind of disappear yeah. it's incredibly except for right now it's normally very easy to get to <laughs> yeah you know so I love it there true and do you find writing it helps if you are somewhere completely different from your kind of day-to-day home life well, I think, uh, you know, I think certainly when I go on a retreat, which I've done for years, I just go off somewhere. I've got, I did have, then I've been older, but lots of children stuff. You know, I think the inconvenience that you cause to everyone, including yourself, by displacing yourself, forces you just to sit down and write. So when I go away for a week, I, I can't not work incredibly hard because it's just totally pathetic and wasteful not to, because it's an opportunity to get it all done. So there's, there's simply just the practical thing of that. Mm. Um, I mean, the truth is, you can write anywhere if you need to, but um, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but it, it is it is quite nice to remove yourself from the kind of everyday uh, yeah. sort of things. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And you were saying earlier of how you do come from this um, hugely influential um, writer's family. Have you found that to be a good thing, or does it sometimes have its own disadvantages as well? Uh, a bit of both, yeah, a bit mm. of both. I mean, sort of a bit of both. But uh, it's taken me quite a long time, but now I realise that's just part of the package, so that's who I am. Yeah, but you have you have been writing for such a long time now. Well, you've written yeah. so many books. Yeah. This is maybe about the 15th or... I've no? actually lost count, yeah, <laughs> I think. Might be about the two. Yeah, I've written a couple of non fiction books, maybe mm-hmm. my tenth novel, something like that. Yeah, quite a lot. That's yeah. amazing. I'm so proud, so impressed. And you said it's your baby. Are they all your babies, or does yes. one get closer? <laughs> well, no, always. The, the one I've most recently written is the one I, I care about most. And it's weird because you care so much when you're writing it and you're editing it and you push it out there. And then I look at I mean, the, the books that I've written, I don't open them. I mean, from the moment they sort of arrive on my desk, finished copies, that's it. They're done. They're finished. You know, I, they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird, it's, it's quite it's quite weird that you care so much. And I get so furious if the cover isn't right or somebody's mm. put in a comma that I didn't invite them to put in or something. And then, bang, gone, on to the next one. So mm-hmm. It's a beautiful cover, though. It is, isn't it? As you isn't mentioned, it? yeah, my daughter Ocean, she said, oh, that looks a bit like The Great Gatsby. I thought, yeah, it does, yeah, yeah, no, it does, yeah, no, it does, yeah. Good for her it's to not know. as tragic, so a lot more lighthearted than The Great Gatsby. Yes, <laughs> yes, no, it's a brilliant book and I, re- I thoroughly recommend it in the Thank crypt you. with a candlestick I hope you're going to do some more events with the book will you do any uh, tours or book signings around the country Just to, to Winchester now I'm, okay yesterday to something called five Hartford club have you heard of that very, yeah. It's a very posh club. I hadn't heard of it, but anyway, my do- my 13-year-old daughter, I- apparently Harry Styles belongs to it. He wasn't Whoa. there. He didn't come to my talk. <laughs> That's <laughs> so something. Uh-huh. If he had been, my daughter just died. Just, yeah. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I hope to... Um, hear you again to maybe come back on the show again but i'd just like to remind people how is the best way to find out about you and to um, purchase a copy of the book what's the best way daisy please you, well i will really daisywar.com you can find everything there you can book tarot readings you can uh, tarot, yes. my books yes stuff or obviously uh, you know boring old amazon but uh, yes you know so yeah but i've got a website daisywar.com Okay, fabulous. And just a couple quick questions just 
about your tarot, which is amazing, that you do. How did you get into this, Daisy? Um, I just curiosity, I think. I just uh, about uh, seven years ago, I got completely and utterly obsessed with it. I started thinking it would just be something funny. I did a day, literally a day's course. I thought it'd be quite a funny thing to get the language, so I could use some minor character in some book I had yet to decide to write. Blah 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 blah. But then I got completely obsessed with it, and uh, I and uh, went on millions of courses and read for everybody and stood handing out flyers outside tubes, practicing <laughs> on people yeah. and sitting yeah. in the British Library and bringing out free readings. And then uh, and now I do it actually sort of book consultations. But I, I initially it was just a bit of curiosity, and then it became an, an absolute. Absolute obsession, and then I wrote two books under a pseudonym, the De Tarot Detective. Oh, books. Evie Hart. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So. Oh, that's brilliant! You do so many exciting things. I'm just. Do you actually? So. Oh well, I hope to see you soon. I always yeah. seem to miss you, but hopefully, um, we'll, we'll catch have up. We're all grounded, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, but hopefully very soon. But thank you. So for the tarot, will you find people will find that on the website too? Oh, I'll do that on the website too, and yeah, I'll do that by Skype as well. So, oh, excellent! Yeah, well, thank you so much, Daisy, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. And best of luck with the book, and hopefully, see you soon. Thank yes, you. See you soon. All, All right, right. Thanks, thank you. Keep it locked on chat and spinradio.com.